Hello, you're listening to New Week number 95. This is a midweek update from New World Same Humans, a newsletter on trends, technology and our shared future by me, David Mann. You can find the links, videos and images in this instalment in the email where this podcast is embedded. Just scroll down or on the web, see a link in the show notes. And if you're listening to this and you haven't yet subscribed, join 22,000 curious souls on a journey to build a better future www.newworldsamehumans.com to sign up. Hello from London. I'm sending this amid packing for a trip to Sao Paulo where I'll be speaking for an audience at a big tech company. So next week's instalment will come from the road. But before I throw my clothes into a suitcase though, we have a packed instalment this week. What have we got going on? This week, Google and Xiaomi deliver big robot energy Meanwhile, a new study reveals just how much forest planet Earth is losing to fire, and Chinese technology giants reveal their secrets to the CCP. Let's get into it. OK Robot. This week, technology companies continue to usher us all towards a robot revolution. Google opened the door on research that marries two cutting-edge technologies. Its massive AI language model, Palm, and the hardware taking shape inside its everyday robots division. The result are robots that can understand novel and unstructured commands. I spilled my orange soda, can you throw it away please? And then enact an appropriate response. And if you look at the email, you can see a video from Google of the robots doing just that. Google say this is the first time robots have been brought together with cutting edge language models. Meanwhile, Chinese tech giant Xiaomi unveiled a humanoid robot called Cyber One. The device stands 5 feet and 7 inches and appeared at a Xiaomi event in Beijing this week where it waddled towards founder and CEO Li Jun. And if you check out the email, you can see a tweet that Li Jun posted with a video of that event. It seems Cyber One can do little more than walk, which is far from nothing. A Xiaomi press release calls the robot a symbol of Xiaomi's dedication to incubate a technological ecosystem. Here's the new world same humans take. Natural language models and robots. It was only a matter of time before they collided. Google's work on this, though, is still embryonic. When one of the everyday robots fetches a can of soda, it is currently a painstaking affair. But this research could one day deliver the kind of all-purpose, conversationally competent helper robot that my generation was promised by the Jetsons. OK, Googlebot, load the dishwasher. Before we embrace that future, though, we need to ask what kind of helper robots will truly set us free? And what kind will only serve in the end to wrap us in new constraints? Read a previous New World Same Humans essay, Our Coming Robot Utopia, for more on that. Meanwhile, Xiaomi's big ta-da this week is a sign of the robot wars to come. Observers didn't fail to notice that Cyber One is a clone of Tesla's much-trailed Optimus robot, which Elon Musk promised would be unveiled this September. The robots are too similar and the dates are too close for all this to be a coincidence. Looks like Li Jun was determined to beat Elon to the punch. But in the coming war to own the all-purpose robot space, the fighting will only get fiercer. Ever-decreasing circles. 
A new paper this week gives a shocking view of the impact of wildfires on trees. Researchers at the University of Maryland used historical satellite images to analyse loss of forests by fire. The data produced, released via Global Forest Watch, is the most detailed look ever produced at the impact of fires on forests around the world. And it reveals that the amount of forest lost to fire annually has doubled across the last 20 years. This includes forest loss both to wildfires and to fires that were intentionally set. In 2021, 9 million hectares of forest burned. That amounts to an area the size of Portugal, or 16 football pitches every minute. Global Forest Watch say climate change and a resulting increase in wildfires is behind the shift. Here's my take. It's almost as if the natural environment is a complex system in which everything is connected to everything else. Okay, enough sarcasm, but this news is a perfect example of the sorts of dark feedback loops we'll witness ever more often as the century wears on. A hotter planet means more fires, which means fewer trees, which means a hotter planet, and round we go again. Another dark loop? Pair this news with further revelations this week that Antarctica's ice shelves may be melting faster than previously believed. This melting renders the Antarctic less reflective, thereby accelerating heating. These kinds of feedback loops, which spiral rapidly once triggered, are one reason why modelling the impacts of a heated planet is so hard. There are already reasons to believe that they're causing global temperatures to rise faster than expected and fueling more extreme weather than we thought we'd face in 2022. New World Same Humans will keep watching. Algorithms for the people. This week, a raft of Chinese technology giants let central government peer into the inner workings of their most secret algorithms. Companies including TikTok, Baidu and Tencent were responding to new laws that require them to share their algorithmic secret source with the all-powerful internet regulator, the Cyberspace Administration of China. The move towards total oversight of the most powerful online algorithms, which shape the viewing, reading and purchasing of billions of people, has no parallel in the global north. Want to know how Douyin, the Chinese version of TikTok, recommends videos? How Alibaba pushes products? The CCP now does know this, and a whole lot more. Via a strange coincidence, this week also saw US tech company Oracle begin an audit of TikTok's algorithms and content moderation practices to ensure they aren't being manipulated by the Chinese authorities. TikTok routes its data through Oracle's cloud services and it's submitting to the audit as part of an initiative intended to reassure US lawmakers that its social video platform is not under the secret control of the CCP. Last week I covered new data from Pew Research that revealed that 67% of US teens say they use TikTok. New World Same Humans Take Two stories two views of the ongoing collision between governmental and algorithmic power. 
China's move on oversight is underlain by a truth that has long been clear. The CCP is not going to allow technology platforms to continue to amass vast and unaccountable power the way they have in the global north. Instead, via a form of regulatory jujitsu, they're going to harness that power for themselves and use it to strengthen their hold over the tech barons and everyone else. It's all part of their plan to build a never-before-seen form of techno-authoritarianism, which I wrote about in Algorithms with Chinese Characteristics, and which will see big tech platforms forced to share user data with central government. Meanwhile, Oracle's audit of TikTok is an early example of the emerging geopolitics of algorithms. For years, TikTok's parent company, ByteDance, promised that data from the US app was not accessible in China. In June, it finally admitted that some data had been sent to China. Now, US senators want assurance that the platform is not an indirect spy or soft power vehicle for the CCP. As China becomes more globally assertive, expect the global north to impose more checks on Chinese-grown tech companies. This process is part of what will lead us further towards the splinter net. Also this week, a viral Twitter thread asked if an AI image generator is trained on work by living artists, should those artists be compensated? A new AI called Stable Diffusion boasts the ability to emulate the style of a wide range of contemporary artists. This raises the possibility, says the thread, that those artists will now lose out on commissions. This newsletter is obsessed with the intersection between AI and the creative life. See, for example, New Week number 21 and the story of the late Korean singer Kim Kwan Suk. Apple says, again, that employees must come back to the office at least three days per week. The memo from CEO Tim Cook says the shift will start next month and that employees must come in on Tuesdays and Thursdays. A previous memo called employees back in May, but it was paused after widespread internal dissent. American Airlines says it will buy 20 supersonic passenger jets from US startup Boom Supersonic. Boom says its overture jet will be able to fly from London to New York in three and a half hours and roll out of the jets as expected in 2026. Amazon will launch a TV clip show that features footage from its Ring doorbells. Ring Nation will be presented by comedian Wanda Sykes and will feature clips drawn from ring doorbells across the US. Expect neighbours saving neighbours, marriage proposals, military reunions and silly animals. Airbnb says it will use anti-party technology to stop people from booking properties so they can use them for a party. The new screening system looks at users' booking history, place of residence and other factors to attempt to screen out party animals. A US startup plans to resurrect the iconic and long-extinct Tasmanian tiger. The last known Tasmanian tiger died in 1936. Now, Colossal Biosciences says it will work to resurrect the creature and reintroduce it to selected locations on the Australian mainland. Back in New Week number 52, I first wrote about Colossal and their quest to bring back the woolly mammoth. 
The risk of a catastrophic mega-flood in California has doubled due to climate change, according to a new study. UCLA researchers used high-resolution climate modelling to assess the risk of an event as severe as the state's 1862 Great Flood. Meanwhile, California is currently experiencing one of the worst droughts in its history. Back in New Week number 92, I wrote about floods as a megaforce that will shape the 21st century. And finally, former WeWork CEO Adam Newman's new real estate company, Flow, has received a $350 million investment from VC firm Andreessen Horowitz. Newman left WeWork in 2019 after a failed IPO exposed a chaotic internal culture and saw the company's valuation collapse. Andreessen's investment in Flow is the single largest check it has ever written. In a press release, Mark Andreessen called Newman a visionary leader. The press release made no mention of Newman's other current project, a crypto startup called Flow Carbon, which received a 70 million investment earlier this year. That project is now reported to be paused. Humans of Earth. As always, here's some key metrics to help you keep track of Project Human. The global population stands at 7.968 billion. We're currently using resources that need 1.787 Earths. The global population vaccinated stands at 62.0%. The 2022 progress bar stands at 63%. And on this day, the 19th of August, 1848, the New York Herald breaks news of the California Gold Rush, which had begun in January of that year. Beep, bop, boop. Thanks so much for listening this week. The coming home robot revolution and the trade-offs it will present to us are another classic case of new world, same humans. This newsletter will keep watching and working to make sense of what it all means for our shared future. And there's one thing you can do to help with that mission, and that is share. So now that you've made it to the end of this week's instalment, why not forward the email to someone who'd enjoy it or share it across one of your social networks with a note on why you found it valuable. Remember, the larger and more diverse our community becomes, the better for all of us. And all you have to do is head back to the email where this podcast is embedded and hit the share button. I'll be back next week. Until then, be well.